improving tips, advice, and better ways to train. B3 Better presents The Amateur's Edge with Jerry and Sanders, Randy Wade, and A.D. Robbins. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning and people. welcome to the Amateur's Edge. This Amateur's is Jerry. This is Jerry and Sanders. And A.D. Roberts. And Randy Wade. What's going on? We have a very special guest with us today, uh, a young man born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida, on his pathway to the NFL draft, Devin, a.k.a. Monster Matthews, from <laughs> Indiana University. He's going to be with us today talking about his journey and his path to the NFL draft. Man, it's going to be a good show, man. Great show, man. Y'all ready? Been ready, man. Been ready. But, you know, we always get into the local sports thing, scene and what's going on now, you know. So I wanted to talk a little bit about like LeBron. What you think? He got 65 points until he gets the record. How many games y'all think it's going to take him? My thing is, if think about this. What if Kareem calls you and say, hey, I'm only going to one game. So tell me which game you want me to come to. That part. It so what? So what game you think he gonna say? How many you know, games? Hey, gonna we, say? So you know the game that'd be the good one be the Bucks because they got the Bucks in three games. So if he breaks the record, that'll be against Kareem's two teams. Oh yeah. So they got the Bucks at the crib, but they got him in Milwaukee. I don't know. You don't know? Okay, no, that, don't that's a, that's a big thing. That's but a big that would thing. be cool for him to break it against the Bucks. That's and, awesome. And Kareem be there because Kareem got to be there for it, right? Yeah, he 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 has he has to be there. He has he has to be there. Sixty five points. I think he could do that in two games. LeBron can. In my opinion, I, I don't do know. One. So what? So what? Now? I think he could do it in one if he wanted to, but he ain't gonna do it though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if that's in his pedigree, man. Nah, he can. He could do it in one. He for sure. Could. How many? LeBron's a grown how man. How many sixty-point games LeBron got? <laughs> like compared to Kobe and Mike. I mean, I'm not downplaying everything, but what I'm saying is like. He's just not that guy. Yeah, he's, he's a, a win-first guy. Yeah, a team player. Yeah, he's definitely he's a, team a team player. Yeah. Especially with Kyrie coming. <laughs> we don't know if Kyrie's coming. We don't know if Kyrie. I, I think they're going to make it happen. Them boys, they, they they changed the narrative so much to where they they pretty much going to tell you where they're going to go now. You know, I got you, but remember uh, Chris Paul was going to the Lakers and what happened. What I'm saying, like, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. And then KD haven't spoke yet just because he hurt. You know what I'm saying? He haven't spoke yet. He might be able to talk them guys in and give him a contract. But you, you act like KD got something to do with that. Kyrie won out of there. I don't, I don't think Kyrie. He for contract reasons. No, I don't. He wants out of there because of how they treat him. Okay. You know, with the whole COVID situation and all that, they really mm -hmm. didn't support him. And, I, I, and I'm not sure if they could have, right, because there were league sanctions and mandates that were put on them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's other things behind the scene that we don't really know about that I think uh, is bothering him. And, and you know, he's a sensitive guy, too. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, we don't really know the ins and outs of it, but he, he's definitely trying to get up out of there. So, and it looks like, you know, he's been praising LeBron for the past year, you know, went on this show, made up with him and all that good stuff. So I don't know. Devon, I got a question for you, man. Before we, I know we're going to get into your story next segment, yeah. but what would you rather have on your team, a superstar or a team player? A team player, for sure. Why Why is that? Because I feel like when you're a team player, you worry about everything around you. So if you worry about everything around you, everything as one going to come together, you know, and it's going to be better off. Because if you try to be yourself, you try to do everything by yourself, you ain't going to be successful. I got you. You got to have it's a team. So far you can go. Absolutely. You're right. So, so, you, so you, we're basically saying you'd rather have a LeBron than like a Kari. Absolutely. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's not even good. I, I'd but, rather have a LeBron than a Kobe. I'd rather have a LeBron than anybody I got you, but, but, but we talk about amateurs, right? More coaches, they say they want team players, but they talk them up and they, they train them to be like selfish players. Like, like they want superstars. 
Like they 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 say they want team players, but when they coach, they want they really want superstar type players. That's what they coach up to be. Mm-hmm. Like uh, so, from a, a younger age, a lot of coaches that's what they train players to be, and that's what we see in the NBA. That's what we see in the NFL. People that's selfish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Selfish in, in, in the sports aspect. That's it. And so, um, I definitely uh, try to tell parents like, watch out for coaches like that. You know what I'm saying? You want a coach to teach your son values and 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 strengthen him on his weaknesses and stuff like that instead of just pushing his his strengths. Definitely, I can understand that. Uh, what you guys think about Tom Brady? Man, then, ooh, Tom yeah, Brady. it's been time to go. <laughs> Why you say that? Yeah, it's been time to go. Get somebody else the opportunity. I think he can still play next year. I think he could too. I, I think he got. So do you think he's trying? He's doing that just to get with his family, or you just think, think he's disappointed in what happened this year in the playoffs? Both. I, I, it's probably a little bit of both. I think. Um, I mean, what has it been? Twenty-one years, twenty-two yeah, yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I think it just took its toll on him this year. Was probably his worst year, right? Yeah, because he was getting sacked a lot. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, probably yeah. why he want to go. He's getting hit too much. Yeah, yeah. that part. He's not used to that. Yeah, I, I think it's about time for him to go ahead and shut it down, though. You, you, he had an illustrious career. Yeah, he did career. enough. He did enough. He did more than he enough. Right? He, he the GOAT, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's no arguing that. Yeah, there's no, it's no arguing that. I don't – there's no. It's nothing even close. Nobody even close. I don't even know if somebody can duplicate him. Not at all. Not at all. So what you guys think about that Marcus Stokes situation? Uh, so for, for the people who don't know, Marcus Stokes uh, is a kid from Nice High School who committed to the University of Florida, mm-hmm. uh, recently uh, was on tape. Uh, rapping a song where he used the N-word, the University of Florida revoked his scholarship. And since then, he's been looking for a home. Early last week or the week before last, uh, Albany State offered him a scholarship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were up in arms at the fact that they were offering him a scholarship. Um, you know, when you watch the video and you look at the context of it, the kid was rapping a song. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it's just a song. Word for <laughs> the words in the song. He, he was rapping the words of the song. There was nothing derogatory about it, you know. So when you look at it, it's like you you read the headlines. It says one thing, mm-hmm. but then when you really see yeah. the like the context yeah. behind it, it's like uh, I, I for me, I, I would think more people would have an issue with the University of Florida for releasing him for something like that. Because again, they playing that music in their locker room. You feel me? <laughs> they, they playing the music in their locker room. They playing it before the games. They doing all that. So now you you had this kid on camera rapping it word for word, mm-hmm. and y'all want to revoke his scholarship. Like to me, I I I would first put some blame on the University of Florida before you know yeah. we we look at all that other stuff. I, I hope Nice High School doesn't let Florida come back to get recruits from them. I, I would hope they would keep a, a power button for that. Uh, me, for me, it's twofold. You know. Um, if you somebody other than black and you use the N-word, I would think that you res- respect that you would use it around people that you mess with. I wouldn't definitely not use the word around people that I don't I don't mm-hmm. be around. Like, mm-hmm. but uh um like it's twenty twenty three, you know um we definitely got to be open about like this word has changed through the years mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people don't like it and uh, uh, I don't like it either. But it's just the fact that like you just got to be cautious around the people to use it around. You don't want to disrespect somebody you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what they've been through in their life. And so you really got to think about that. What you think, Javon? To be honest, I ain't really see too much of it. I ain't really get too much into it, but I definitely think it's tough. It's definitely tough, though. I don't really have too much to say about it. Because in my opinion, I don't think they should stick it that far. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's tough for me to say, yeah. It's really tough. Real rough. But, you know, we wish the, the kid nothing definitely but the best. Definitely wish him the best, for sure. Yeah, definitely wish him the best. And, you know, hopefully he bounces back from it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or, you know, you know, we live in this 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 hyper hypersensitive culture. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in the you know okay, I'm about to tell my age, but I grew up in the seventies, and you know, we we grew up with Archie Bunker, the Jeffersons, <laughs> and so if you if you are you know like hypersensitive culture right now, couldn't watch those television shows mm-hmm. because I mean we, they were going hard and yeah. ham, and and they use all kind of words that you know you'd be hard pressed to use right now, mm-hmm. but you know, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying what's right or what's wrong. I'm saying that it's a shift in, you know, in sensitivity. It is. And, and, and because, you know, this culture is so hypersensitive. It's like you can't say anything. Even comedians now can't even yeah. go on stage and make jokes because everybody's super sensitive about the jokes that, you know, oh, you know, you're you're a homophobe or yeah. you're, you know, xenophobe or whatever it is. It's just. No, so this falls prey to that culture. That you, you, this is the perfect example of what's going on right now in our culture across the board, especially the when board. it comes to entertainment and sports. Is definitely entertainment. Yeah, I want, I'm going to say one thing real quick. So, and this is an example for athletes. Like you have to be above par. You can't do what the rest of the students do. You represent that school. Is it fair? No, but it's something that you have to have as a culture. Definitely. And it, I was watching this podcast with Steven Jackson and uh, Big Baby Davis, and they were talking about the mental health thing. And, you know, are guys really, are they really mentally challenged or are they using this as an excuse? And they was talking about like Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. like, and all these other guys, like, y'all grew up in the hood. Like, you ain't see your mom for two or three days. You had to figure out how you were going to eat and all that. That was mentally challenging. Absolutely. Now you got $160 million, $170 million, and you miss some free throws. Now you mentally stuck. Mm-hmm. You better get in the gym. You know, so, and that's really <laughs> what it is, me. right? So so it's hard because you don't really know if people are using this as an excuse now, exactly. right? So I go to the free throw line. I miss two free throws in the clutch. All I got to do is go and say I got a mental health problem, and now people can't say, you can't be criticized now. True. You know, so it's just but that's, that's parenting, man. That's, I'm telling you, that's par- that's parenting or not parenting. Like that is instilled in the person. That isn't because I knew Ben Simmons when he was in high school, and he wasn't like that because he didn't have those problems. And uh, his confidence was up there. And he just lost a lot of his confidence. So you said his parents didn't do what they needed. No, to do? no, no. I'm not saying in his situation. I'm saying the the sensitivity of a kid a lot of times has something to do with parenting. Oh, okay. And and what and what you allow your child to do and what you allow your child not to do. Man, that's t- that's tough though, man, cuz you know, it just depends on your environment. If you grew up in a tough environment where you had to be th- thick-skinned, you thick-skinned. But I know people in tough environments that ain't tough. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I just, yeah, no, I'm I, telling I, you. I get I get that, but you know, just like the other night, you know, my kid is playing middle school basketball mm-hmm. and there was a parent <laughs> and he was a little overzealous and he was on the court <laughs> yelling at, you know, yelling at kids on our team, calling them trash and all this kind of stuff. Now these are middle school mm. kids now, and it was mm. it was kind of crazy. Mm. But what was so sweet, the kid dropped a three, and then turned around and looked at him oh, and yeah. smiled sure. and kept <laughs> playing. But, yeah. but that's yeah. that mental toughness, yeah. Yeah. you know. So, but you know, yeah. I, you know, I'm kind of thankful for that guy because guess what? When you when, if you believe that your kid is gonna go onto the pros, you talk you talking about scrutiny, you talking about ruthless, and with social media and everybody having a voice through social media now. Oh man, everybody has an opinion, everybody. you know, and, and, and a voice. I got you, but if you're talking about your son going to the pros and then middle school, you you're doing something wrong. Like you, that's just, that you should be talking about what cereal they're gonna eat. Like this, like it doesn't happen like that. <laughs> y'all, it doesn't happen like that, y'all. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't happen like it that. Doesn't. This thing is luck. You're blessed. It's hard work. It's everything. You can be the best player in high school and in college, and then don't be good in the pros. Man. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. just talking about this culture, man. Okay. I just okay. feel like. A lot of athletes nowadays that let uh, people, the outsiders affect what they do. 
And Maybe I think that's, yeah, that's, you shouldn't do that. You got to be yourself. From within. Exactly. You, you're dead on it, man. Listen, listen, we'll be back in a second. We're going to pay some bills real quick. You know, this segment was brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage Jacksonville, helping home buyers and homeowners accomplish their financial goals. Head on over to www.boejacks.com and get to know their dedicated team. You're listening to the Amateur's Edge on 1010XL 92.5 FM. It's the Amateur's Edge, brought to you by B3 Better on 1010XL. All right, we're back. We're back. Listen, you're listening to the Amateur's Edge, powered by B3 Better Sports Performance. And this is this is an exciting segment because we get a chance to invite on an amazing young man. Uh, we'd like to welcome Devon Matthews to the show. Um, he's highly recruited out of high school, uh, third team all Big Big Ten selection in 2020, and just so much more. Ain't that right, Jay? So much more, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing real good. Feeling good. Okay. Okay. Good deal. So I'm gonna get right to it, man. First of all, how did you get the nickname Monster? That's common question but uh i actually got it when i was eight years old i used to play dn i was kind of one of the biggest guys out there so i played dn i also played running back too i played for a little league part one of team fours view okay so yeah uh one play i just came across the edge playing dn hit the quarterback his helmet came off and doing ever since then it just been monster, monster. legend of monster, yeah, monster. but actually i got it when i was eight but people ain't really start calling me until i got like the middle school around sixth grade sixth, seventh grade that's when it really stuck what kind of monster man what are we talking about like uh uh, drink. What's the, what's the name of that thing? Drink. <laughs> what kind of monster bro, would it be, man? If you had to name a monster, bro, what would it be? Well, what, what you mean by that? What, it, what, <laughs> what kind of monster? Like if it, what kind? like put put a visual in the audience head. Like what, what kind what, of monster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot me. All right, for okay. sure. Yeah, just me. That beast. A beast on the field. All right, for sure. Not like that cute monster university yeah, thing. Yeah, no, 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 I've never seen no, a cute monster. Yeah, no, no I'm thinking of that. Oh, monster, you, monster, you. You thinking of that thing where they? What was the name of that movie where the kids was dreaming? That's monster, you. Yeah, monster, you. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, monsters Inc. or whatever it is. Monster Inc. I get that. You got to go monster Inc. So you think they cute? Nah, he probably was like the big monster and the big blue one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> next question. Yeah. Let's go to the next question. Uh, the draft, man. This draft yeah. process, man. Like, how is it for you, man? What's the thought process of it? Man, it's been good. Shoot. It's a lot It's a lot of learning. I'm learning a lot mm-hmm. during this process, but I know it's a lot of repetition and stuff like that, consistency as well. So I think those, those two are the main things I'm getting out of the draft process. So, so when did it really hit you that you uh, – because I'm sure as a kid you grew yeah. up wanting to be a professional yeah. athlete. So when it hits you, how did it feel like I'm actually about to become a professional athlete? What's crazy still ain't even hit me yet. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. think it's really going to hit me till the day actually come. Right now I'm just soaking it all in, just working hard. So, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so, and, so I- um, like – what you think about your status? How you how you feel? Like how, how what's everybody telling you? Because I know I know you get feedback from like yeah. uh, scouts and all this kind of stuff. How you feeling? Well, of course I'm definitely underrated, under the radar a little bit, but I'm okay with that. I'm all, it all, always been that way growing up, so I'm actually okay with that. But I, I'm a guy that believe in God, so whatever He got in store for me, well, I'm ready. What's up? Definitely. Result. And all you can do is just prepare yeah, yourself, you right? Be that's ready for you your opportunity. Do. Yeah, wait for that name to get called. Wait for that phone call. Definitely. Yes, sir. Definitely. So. uh is there anything about this process that's taking you by surprise? Uh, I would say no, because I kind of understand everything that's going on. You know, they want to know the background and stuff like that. But I also learned from other guys, 
from like my past teammates, stuff like that. So it's not really anything surprising. You got quite a few teammates in the in the league now. Yeah, actually, I got it's actually a lot of them. Shoot, just name a few. Uh, Michael McFadden, he played for the Giants, linebacker. Uh, Peyton Hendershot, mm-hmm. P. Henney, he played for the Cowboys, tight end. You got Raheem Lane, he was a safety. He played for the Chargers. Jamar Johnson, but yeah, those people right there. So I I always talk to kids about leaving the Florida area and going far away. You chose to go to the Big Ten. And you know, my son went to the Big Ten and uh tell kids how special you are. You special anyway, but how special you are when you lead the area and how that Florida speed, that Florida power is. Man, it's it's really it just open up open up your eyes. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it's like a new experience for me. Mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to get out of Florida, Jacksonville, you know. It's just like different environments and stuff. I feel like going to Indiana, it was cool. Like the environment was just smooth, no trouble, no nothing. The weather nice, except for it do get cold up there. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> but that's what you got to get used to, especially going mm-hmm. to the NFL. You don't know who's going to pick you up. Yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely prepared for that as well. Yeah, what, not, was it, what, what was the biggest like culture shock for you up there? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was a big kosher shock for me because I'm I, I'm kind of got to adapt to anything. I couldn't adapt to any situation. So, really, I feel like nothing really shocked me. I was ready for whatever. That's big. What about food? Because, like, I went oh, to uh, so I went to New England with my son, right? Yeah. And, like, I couldn't find no grits in the store. Man, get you some clam chowder up there, man. Bro, I'm, for breakfast, bro? Yeah. <laughs> bro, I could not find any grits in the store. See, not a food. Now, that's different, though. Southern food. You know southern food. That's the best food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, so, it ain't yeah. really no comparing to food. So, that, that probably was different, yeah. I'm 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 eating the same. I'm eating like the same 10 stuff pounds every right day. off the rip. You feel me? I mean, I'm eating the same <laughs> stuff. I'll be a Chick Fil A. I'm, I'm sticking to the normal because I don't really <laughs> know what to eat down there. So yeah, that, it ain't different no fast food restaurants too, right? Nah, nah, no, uh, nah, nah. So way different. None, yeah, none yeah. of the fast food places. Nah, we got nah, now. they all the same. Yeah, okay. Like Chick Fil A, McDonald's, Wendy's, all though. We got though. We ain't had no Popeyes up there though. That was crazy. We yeah. had Chick Fil A. I mean, uh, what we had, uh, KFC. Okay, but I want Popeyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't yeah. had that. You know, we got like food trucks around here in Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah they ain't had no food truck. Man, I wanted some wings, sweet and tangy, and no stuff. Like Did they have something up there that that you didn't have here? You like, dang, that's my thing right though. Nah, not really. If anything, it was less. <laughs> nah. Well, glad to be home. Glad to Absolutely. have you here, man. Yes, glad to have you here. For sure, for sure. So uh, one of the things. Uh, or the biggest purpose of our show is to talk more so than, than the athletic part, but talk about everything around it, right? And and the behind the scenes things that go on. When it came down to picking like your agent and your management team, like what were some of the things that guided you in your decision? Well, like I said, I was under the radar, so really a lot of agents didn't hit me up. So really, at the end of the day, it came out came down to only a few of them. And so picking out of those few, you know, you got to pick somebody that's trustworthy, that you believe that that's going to buy into you. So I feel like my agent, he buying into me very well, and I trust me well because he's like family now. So I feel like making that, getting that connection, building that relationship with them is very important. What about your management team? Because that's important too. And people don't understand the significance of having a a strong team around you and not just people who just there on the back end because they're looking to get something from you, but people who really have your best interest in play because – I tell kids a lot of times, man, you know, your draft status is your draft status. Like, I, your agent can't really help you get no more, no less in that first contract, mm-hmm. right? Unless you're just one of those people who aren't uh, under radar, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, in your instance, yeah, you need an agent to go Absolutely. shop you around and go talk for you, yep. what have you. But when you talk about, like, bringing that management team on it and the significance of them, what would you say? Like I said earlier, uh, you can't do nothing by yourself. 
mm-hmm. you got to have a team in order to be successful. And I feel like my management team, they're, they're great. They like family now, like I said, and also they gonna lead me in the right direction. So I feel like that's that's real big. Yeah, and, and I feel like they they I probably been with you for a while. Absolutely. When when nobody was around, exactly. right? Exactly. And that's what it's they, all about. They know more about me than people that don't know me. You feel me? The people that's that's far away. So that's you know, big. Ever since I was a little kid. But hold up, big. hold up, hold up. We got to bring mom in. We got Monica. How you doing? You good? You got to share. Y'all got to share that mic. Have to share that mic. Get a little closer. How you doing, Mom? I'm doing good. How y'all doing today? Hey, we're good. glad to have you on yeah. Amateur's Edge. Thank you. All right, I got a question for both of y'all. Big time question. And all my stuff is related to amateurs, like kids. And so what I want to know is, what did you learn from the Pop Warner slash a little bit of high school level, or what you think he learned, that affected him to the person he is today as far as sports, outside of sports, and all of that? Because I want parents to understand that. I think what he learned was character. Um, we were blessed from the pop warning level on up to be around good people that were that were able to help him build him as a young man. So I think uh, his character was greatly built through uh, pop warning and going to high school. Okay, good deal. So I, I'll go ahead. For me, like she said, the character, but I think the mentality stage because. A lot of these, a lot of kids nowadays, they don't really understand what's going on, and like they get distracted a lot. And I feel like my mentality, I, I don't get distracted too often. I know how to stay away from certain things. So I feel big. like that's real big. That's big. That's big. So, mom, how, how's it feel? You know, seeing your son go through this process right now. You know, a couple of days away from being drafted. How's it feel being a mom? Uh, to be honest, it's just. A feeling you can't explain. You know, I always tell them I want them to be better than me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you put them in position. You try to put them in position to, you know, walk a certain path. And it just feels great to feel like they walk that path that you led them on. Definitely, definitely. So it's a great feeling. And, Devon, you feel like you made mama proud? Absolutely. So, <laughs> so you're going to get a house with that first contract? Hey, whatever she wants. <laughs> Now I'm gonna tell you the first contract. That's kind of hard. You got you got to say that first contract. It's that second one when you get paid. So you definitely gonna be smart with that one. Definitely. Um, what all goes into your pro day preparation? Uh, you go. What you mean by that? So like you know you got to run your forty yeah. shuttle and all that good stuff. So like what all things are you doing right now to get prepared for that? Oh, like I said earlier, repetition. Mm-hmm. A lot of repetition. Got to get the little things down, little techniques. It's, five it's, days it, a week. Yeah, five days a week. It's little stuff that you don't even notice that, mm-hmm. could, that could make a big difference. So I think that's that's key, the technique. And, so, and and people don't really understand that process, like what you guys go through this like six to eight weeks. Like it's five days a week, mm-hmm. four hours mm-hmm. four hours in the morning, get your treatment, get yeah. your meals, and then you do some field work in the afternoon. Like it's it's literally almost hey, like a and free at, And at the camp. end of the day, it's football. Yeah, been doing it all my life, so it's really nothing new. It's really nothing, nothing that I ain't aware of. So I'm ready. Definitely, definitely, good deal. Uh, what advice would you give to a student athlete or a parent to help them in their journey? Simple, just be yourself and just trust in God. Simple, be yourself, cause a lot, a lot like I said, a lot of people get distracted, you know, by, by the outsiders and stuff like that. They try to change who they are. Just be yourself. Like I said, I've been playing football ever since I was six years old. And I've been the same way ever since. So I feel like just being yourself and just trusting the God above. What was the, what was the hardest adjustment going in Indiana? Mm. Like just adjusting, like, you know, coming from Florida. The weather. I say the weather. 
because I'm so used to the hot, you know. So and then going out there is real cold. So you gotta you gotta get adapted to it. And then also, I would say really just being by yourself, because you know, uh, growing up, you by, with your mom all the time. If you don't wake up, she gonna wake you up. <laughs> if if you don't wake up, shoot, you you by yourself. You gonna get some calls from the coaches, but you you late. And that's what I feel like. That's what separated me. I'm very disciplined with myself. I, I, one of one big thing I I thought about is uh what kids have problems with is like they follow, so they like when you go to a whole new group right it's a whole new group there you got uh seniors juniors and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff right but then you got to be careful who you be around exactly. and that's who you choose to back, be around go back to being yourself you just got to be yourself yeah you have to be yourself because when you start when you start doing other things you start getting out of character and now you don't know what you're doing and that's that's what lead to problems yeah. So yeah, you just gotta be yourself. And, and Monica, one more. I got one more question for for Jaren. Come on, question. So how was it like? Cause you know y'all was at Reebok or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. How was it like not being able to talk to him through his problems and stuff like that? Because like when you go to college, and a lot of parents understand that mm-hmm. you don't have that di- direct connection of what's going on. And they got this thing called brotherhood where they try to tell kids, "Well, don't tell your parents this, don't tell your parents that." Well, how how was that adjustment for you? Um, it's a big adjustment. It's no more mama ball or daddy ball yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you go to uh, college. But when you have a relationship with your child and, you know, you're able to use the phone and v- different things like that and just be able just just staying in communication um, with your child and having an understanding. But I just want to tell uh, parents that when you're choosing a college or anything like that, it's a business. So mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand it's a business. So you, when you go on these visits and you're meeting with people, you have to look at the whole big picture because, you know, certain schools are trying to get you, well, we got this apartment with grind, not, you know, countertop. You no, know, well, what are they doing in the classroom? Do the coaches have open-door policies? Mm. You know, can you get to your son if you need to? So people have to understand it really is you have to look at it as a business. And if it does not fit your model, then you have to let them know, no, we're not going to go with this school or you, you're unhappy or different so that's what a lot of people don't understand um with it yeah i i, I know uh parents understand after they recruit you them coaches would not answer that phone and and i will say with indiana i could text coach allen now and he would respond that's that's what drew me to indiana mm. the fam- it, it was more than football and i say it all the time with indiana it was more than football with them they mm-hmm. wanted to raise you know i mean I could text Coach Allen. I could text his, his assistant coach, and they were. It wasn't no assistant. That's huge. That's huge. It wasn't no assistant answering the phone. They would help them out if you need any questions, any problems. They would take care of it. So when you go on these visits, you have to see: is it just a business for mm-hmm. the college, or is it a business and a family? Because some co- some coaches you can't even touch. Yeah. So you know. That was real big for me. So definitely, parents need to understand that. You know how are they. You want your child treated a certain way, That's the, you have to look into that. Is that the same staff that recruited you? They've been there the whole time? Yes. That's good know. to hear. I actually have a kid that just committed there, Desario Riles from UC. So I'm going to have yes. to introduce y'all. Oh, you know him? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. And actually, That's the cool. coach that recruited him, he left. He still contacts both of us to check in. So when you know you genuinely have a good character, people just draw to you. So mm-hmm. he left years ago, and he still checks on Monster, and he'll still text me. So it's just about your character and just yeah. building connections. relationships, connections. Yeah. Yes. One, one key for me, I, and I'm going to start talking, one key for me is parents, when you go on these recruiting visits, talk to the kids that are not playing. If you want to get everything about Absolutely. that college, those kids that are not playing, they're going to tell you everything because you're only going to be there for a short amount of time. They're going to tell you the good. 
They're gonna tell you they're gonna tell you the bad. You don't yeah. wanna know the good. <laughs> yeah. You don't wanna know the good yeah. because that is. But why they not playing those? I got you. But what I'm saying, you mm-hmm. take you, but they're gonna tell you everything that you need to know that the, the other kids they're gonna give you a couple kids to 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 talk to and be with, and they're gonna tell you all the good, but they're not gonna tell you the bad. But if you wanna know the bad, talk to the kids who are not playing. Talk to the kids' parents who are not playing, and they're gonna tell you what's really going on. Like, yeah, you I, got take mixed, them I got mixed feelings about that. You got, right? you got, you got, you got teammates, you know why they're not playing, right? Yeah, exactly. They're not putting that work they're not in, right? And they wonder why they ain't playing. So they're they, going to they tell know, him you know, everything bad about No, but not about playing, just about the school. Like, school is so much more than just football. Like, I understand that. Yeah, it's more than football. You want to know, like, how this dude treats your kids when your parents ain't around. So, like, it's coaches that say certain things that. It's crazy. They wouldn't say it to my face. They're going to say it to my kid's face because he's a young adult. Gotcha. But they, they, you want to know about that stuff. How they, do they really care about you? Do they, re, do they really care about you? Like, if they care about you, they care about you if you're playing or not, right? No, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's just like that coach yeah. he was just talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He checks on you to this day. Yeah. And you don't, he don't stand to gain anything motto, from his you. That's his motto, L-E-O, which means love each other. Yeah. So, that's huge, yeah. man. And that man stands to gain nothing from checking in on oh. you right now other than yeah. the relationship that y'all have. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that's huge. That's huge. That's rare. Um. So what all sports did you participate in growing up? Dude, I, I played everything. I played soccer for a year. All the way through high school? What about, oh, all, nah. I'm talking about all through high school. Oh, through high school, it was just basketball and football. I think I should have ran track, but it was just basketball hold and on, football. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You tripping because the problem is <laughs> parents these days are putting their kids in football at five years old, and yeah, that's you, it. Yeah, you got to he learned. What, he yeah. learned I guarantee he learned see. a lot from soccer, yeah. for, about nah, football. Baseball. Nah, for sure. yeah. yeah, that's the problem. We, we want our kids to be these superstars in these one sports, and we're not letting them learn how to conquer, mm-hmm. win, lose, all that kind of stuff. You got to nah. learn how to lose. You got to learn other yeah, sports. Learn all that stuff. Michael, eyes, Michael Jordan was a champion like a champion in, 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 I think, in, like, pool. Like, meaning he was really good in pool. He was really good in other sports, and that's what made him a winner. That's made him a winner. Yeah, so I'm, I'm big on that. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm dead. You know I'm not no. knocking that at all. Because <laughs> yes. my question was, the next no. question I was going to have was, what made you choose? Did you think you had the chance of being, like, a next-level player in basketball at any point? Uh, To be honest, I'm going to take it back to my after my ninth grade year. So actually, after my ninth grade year, I decided not to play football in my tenth grade year mm. because I wanted to focus on basketball. Okay. That's, that's actually why I had dreams. I, I wanted to go to Kentucky. Go to the I league. wanted to okay. play Coach Calipari. That was my favorite <laughs> team. So I I used to want to play basketball, but then I realized I wasn't scoring thirty or nothing. I wasn't getting recruited. So I was like, let me go back to play football again. And I know I'm athletic, so I could do it. Yeah. So that's what I did. And then all the offers started coming in. So you didn't play at all your sophomore year? No yeah, football? No, nah, I didn't play football, nah. Oh yeah. man. Most most kids want. I, I think a lot of kids in Jacksonville want to be basketball players, but if you don't put in yeah, the work, fun. you got to put in a lot of work <laughs> in basketball, yeah. especially yeah. If you, athleticism. You do if if you if you under six three, like is you got to put in a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. was was you rested going back into football, taking that year off? Oh, uh, was. You say, was I rested? Rusty. 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 Oh, nah. I'm an athlete. I could do it all. Ah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> That's the answer. Hey, this man ready nah. for the draft for real. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. No, nah, I wasn't really, shoot, as, as you see, when I came back that year, I blew up. Okay. Oh so, yeah, I wasn't rusty. I mean, I mean, of course, of course, a little technique stuff, but nah, easy. But, but that's also uh, uh, something to say about Jacksonville football, yeah. right? Because in Jacksonville, these kids get recruited like mm-hmm. crazy. Right, man, so man. to come back, you know, in, in his junior year and they get put on the radar just yeah. like that, because. Yeah. Had you played your sophomore year, you would have set oh, yourself yeah. up to be an All-American. Absolutely. But that's the politics of it, though, yeah. right? Yeah. So being that yeah. you didn't play your sophomore year, you wasn't mm-hmm. on the radar, so mm-hmm. to speak. So, But you still came out on yeah, top of it. I ain't start getting them into after my my junior year, after my junior year. So going what was into the first my one senior, you got? Uh, my first offer was Central Michigan. All right, for sure. 
Yeah, Coach G and Coach his name was Coach Gino, and then he actually went to Cincinnati and he ended up offering me Cincinnati as well. That's awesome. Man. That I got a, I got a good question for Miles. Slide the mic for me. Question: How how did you help help your son manage this this process of going back and forth? You know, playing different sports because you know you know some parents are like oh you need to just stay with this or stay focused on that. But, you know, as he said, he's playing soccer. How would you help manage that process? Well, what helped me was I have a sports background, so yes. I played sports. In high, so I was a multi-sports okay. athlete. Um, you know, I don't mean to brag. But, All right, you know, so what sports? What sports? So I track softball and basketball. Okay. So um, coming up, you know, I had my boys. I just wanted to keep them active, just to keep them active. Um, so it just started out with football. Then it went into his coaches actually start. They coached basketball and his coach coached baseball. So um, just keeping them active and then with my sports background, I just knew it just, it just would help them. So um, I would say through this whole process, just because um, I play coach, I just know kind of have a little background in it. That helps the process. So if you don't really know about sports, then you can't get caught up in the glitz and the, glo- you know, just, you know, when they talk to you, knowing words, different words and stuff like that. So that helped out a lot, just having a little history in sports. And, so and I just wanted to keep them. Active. And you referee too, right? <laughs> so I, hold on, hold on, because yes, I know I know you from real? refereeing, right? Yes, I, 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 <laughs> I, yes, I've done all. I, so yeah. my my thing is being a basketball referee. Yes, is probably the worst and best oh job ever. It's not. It's, it's not. They act, acting Ooh, like I, hate it. I, I don't care like two, two years old, whatever age, man. They act like it's the NBA finals. Like I, will, <laughs> I will say this: people do not understand. I've I've been in every aspect. I played. I coached. I refereed. I'm the athletic director. Okay. Every aspect is different. You look at it in a different lens. So people think just because you played basketball, oh, I can go referee. When mm-hmm. I got out there, it's totally different from playing. And then when you coach, it's to- so, you know, you look at it a different lens. So people don't understand. So they get mad at the ref, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. they get mad at the coach. You know, so. Um, Have you ever lost your cool? I I, I did. They might have As a me. On, they might have me on videos. You took someone's video. You know, it's a little video out there, yeah. but you know, you know. But it's um, hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard, but just it's hard because now the general is different now. Yeah, I will say. Yes, they're yes. making it hard. Parents are, and I it, they really are, and I hate to see it because I really think eventually they're gonna have like closed games. That's mm. how bad. That's crazy. It's that's crazy. How, that's it's how crazy, bad man. is. That's it's how crazy. bad is getting. Oh, this game! Like, I'm telling um, you, this, the game that we just played this Thursday was insane. It's, with it's, parents actually on the court yeah, while the game is yeah. going on, it was crazy. And the thing about yeah, it, man, it's it's, it's a lot of players in the NBA right now. Their parents are the craziest. They are, I will make bad. a list. I, like it, I, my son played with them, bro. Like it's they crazy. I'm like, an crazy athletic person. director. We have to put people out. Oh my um, god. It's just they. It's like it's it's getting bad, and I hate it because it's making it bad for the kids. kids yeah. And you know they just want to have fun, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, it's getting real bad. So I I really had to because I don't deal with headaches after work. So yeah. I just stopped refereeing. Oh, for yeah. real? Yeah, I stopped refereeing. I don't, <laughs> it's it's not worth it. Um, you know because you know a, you know a referee just got. Jump, not well, not jump, but hit like not too long ago here in Jacksonville. Yeah, oh my so it's, it's it's getting bad. So I was like, I don't deal with headaches after work. Let me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll do something else. And, a, but what? It's crazy now. So what? What were some of the things you did with them when they were younger to get them interested? Because I got two little boys myself. I mm-hmm. took them to baseball camp this morning. They working on hitting. 
And I'm trying my best not to say anything. He done took the bat, start riding it like it's a horse. <laughs> Focus, <laughs> man. Good. Uh, what you doing? <laughs> they, they, acting, they, they acting just like daddy. And that's the they, they, act, they acting just like daddy. So that's the main thing. People don't understand. Like, Devon has a brother, too. Totally opposite. Okay. Yeah. That's the main thing. People Stop forcing your kids to play. So we this just went huge. out there and tried. Yeah. So, okay, oh, he liked it, basketball. Uh, My other son, no, nah, I ain't playing football. They get hurt. He didn't want to play football. Yeah. I'm not going to force him. I'm not going to waste my money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of parents get caught up forcing their mm-hmm. kids to play sports. It's so much other stuff out there. Mm-hmm. So we just tried it. We just, he, okay, let's go to soccer. So my other son liked it, soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monster, didn't, after Monster didn't like baseball. I think he only did it for like two years. He was like, this is too slow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't, okay, cool. You know, so a lot of parents get caught up. You're forcing your kids to play. That that might not be their ability. Mm-hmm. It, it's so many other things out there. So you just have to, I just let them see. You just take yeah. them out there eventually, and then if they're four or five, that's all they do. You know, they just yeah, play. Yeah. But as they get older, you'll see what their niche is. And Monster stuck with uh, football and basketball. And my other son, he read books. Yeah, he does. That's fine. He does. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Long, as long as they're doing something, as long as, as, long as they're not playing a video game, right? Like, that's a problem. Most of our kids at home playing a video right. game, and we cool with it. Exactly. And then my mindset was, you know, if he takes off into a star, great. But you just have let them be kids. Like you cannot just, you know, it's it's just different now. Definitely. So I just step back, and but at the same time, you don't want the wrong people mm-hmm. around your kid. Definitely. And we were truly blessed, like. High school, we never. I ain't had no issue with somebody cussing my child out. Like we, ju- we just had a village. So truly blessed. Okay. Yes. Ain't nothing wrong with playing video games though. It's, <laughs> it's a balance. It's a balance, yeah, right? Because I done learned a lot playing video games, especially because I'm a, I'm a real big Madden player. I done learned a lot, and I use that in my game too. In your so, game? Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about what about coaches that use Madden to coach uh pop one kids? See, nah, that, see, nah, nah, huh? Uh, what about that? Uh, it's it could it could go either way. It could go either way. It could I got go you. Either way. But like it's a give and but, take. It's yeah, to relax one yeah. thing. But as a kid, when it's so much stuff you need to learn in life, mm-hmm. like and their parents, all they do is let them grab that game as soon as they come home yeah. until they yeah. go to sleep at night. Yeah, that's a problem, man. That's a problem. You don't. You you're not learn. You're not learning about life. No. You're not learning about teamwork. You're not learning that's, about. That's losing. called lazy parents. Yeah. Man, at that yeah. point. Work come yeah. first. Work come first. Yeah. You got to do something. Yeah. 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 So, so Delvin, what was one of the greatest pieces of advice that your mom gave you to be yourself and also have good character okay yeah and what mom where'd you get that from how'd that get instilled in you uh just uh from sports and just making connections your character will take you a long mm. way and just from like i'm a teacher so and i tell my students do you want to be known because teachers talk so mm-hmm. when they move up a grade level oh, you need to watch out for little johnny or this one so that's your character. Mm-hmm. So your character takes you along. Like I have three kids. They maybe have one referral between all of them. There and you go. Just for talking in class. And even my little girl, like people would just give them stuff. Like your kids are so good. Like they would just like, they'll come home with a jacket from like the janitor. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not even making this up. I'm like, why would the, ja- the janitor give you a jacket? And then, you know, cause I go check and no, they, he come to school every day. He's, you know, manable. So your character will take you a long way and a lot of people don't understand that you just you cannot think being nasty and having this arrogant attitude mm-hmm. can get you things and, and, and it's going to be good forever it's, definitely it's not so definitely character it's funny you say that i was listening to something by this guy named jim Rohn the other day and he was comparing alexander the great to jesus 
So during the back in the days, Alexander the Great had just as much influence of the world as mm-hmm. Jesus, but he led by charisma versus Jesus leading by character. And mm-hmm. to this day, we still follow the principles of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ over Alexander the Great. Big. I got to look yeah. that up, man. Look you need up. to send me the link. Man. <laughs> I will. You sure, man? I will. Look it up. And that's okay. why people still check on him. That's why people, you know, look out for us and just just being good people, genuinely good people. You meet other good people. That's huge. That's huge. I so, love it. So sports is a, a great teacher, and it's also a great equalizer. So much is learned of ourselves only when we're tested. Can you share a story about growing up where you may have faced an obstacle that seemed almost insurmountable and how you overcame the challenge? Oh, that's a tough one. But to be honest, I would say really the environment in Jacksonville. Mm. That'll probably be a big one. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's a lot of distractions. Mm-hmm. You know, and all the, like, my friends that I hung around, they were, like, in hood. They was in gangs and stuff like that. So you just got to have a tunnel vision and be like i said be yourself don't don't go following other people and what they doing because that could lead into bad problems and stuff like that so i would say the environment knowing when to separate so, so is, it, exactly. is it hard is it hard to come back here and train oh not at all okay. like like i said I, I know how to stay away from it i know how to stay keep keep your eyes straight it's hard i just know it's hard sometimes very, it could to be come back so people. you got somebody who you was really really cool with in high yeah. school but they doing negative things, yeah. and they see you back. They pride of you and stuff like that. They yeah. want to talk to you and stuff, but you can't take it too much farther than that. Yeah, huh? exactly. no, you can't. You yeah. can't. And I think we all had that issue, right? Like we we got into a certain point in our lives where we understand how much we have to lose, and and we forwent a lot of that yeah. stuff. And you still have them friends, yeah. and you know and, how and, to separate yeah, yourself. And picking your friends, you gotta. You also gotta have good friends as well. Mm-hmm. Like your friends should know that you can't do this certain stuff. Uh, can't be around this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they they know how to stay away. Yeah. They, they really gotta be for you. Exactly. They really gotta be for you. Like exactly. we're not gonna bring none of this exactly. around. Yeah. None of them. And you definitely, and the, the 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 higher you get, the more crabs and the birds you're going to have. You're going to find people that you that were seasonal friends. It's nothing wrong with that either, yeah. but they're seasonal friends. But, like, because you are here and they are there, like, they turn on you a little bit. That, yeah. it, that's just like, shoot, in college, those, those are, you might have certain people just friends for your college experience. Yeah. And, that, and that's it. And after college, shoot, y'all might not even be friends no more. Ever again. It's all a business. That's when they talk. When they, that's why I hate when coaches talk that brotherhood stuff. Yeah. They, they talk that brotherhood. Closed door brotherhood. They was the genuine ones. They gonna stay together. They gonna stay together. Yeah, they, they gonna are. stay together though. They are. Yeah, they'll uh-huh. stay together. The real they ones are. gonna stay together. Yeah. Okay. See, being a together. team manager, you wouldn't know that. I I definitely didn't play <laughs> sports because I, I flunked out. I flunked. I flunked out. I graduated in summer school, but I was in the navy, and that, that's the brotherhood too. But what yeah, I'm trying true. to say, through through my kids, I learn like the techniques of coaches, yeah. and they say that. No, for sure. But at the same time, a lot of them coaches don't answer the phone when you need them. It depends, like I say, depend, on what it, coach de- it, it depends on the school. Like Indiana, shoot, that was great for me. It was, it was like a real deal brotherhood. Yeah, like yeah. We still got group chats. We be texting each other here and there all the time, sending stuff, sending stuff through Instagram and stuff like that. So yeah, we real, real close. That's cool. Real so close. let me ask you, what would you say are the characteristics of those guys in that brotherhood? Because again, that's what kind of everybody, people with the same characteristics, kind of bond together, yeah. right? We all underdogs. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest one. We all underdog. We came to Indiana to compete against the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to play against the best. So I feel like that's 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 the biggest one. Being being underdog, we we know we've been underdogs ever since we were in high school mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, so we know what we came into. We know what we go, went in for. But I would imagine everybody in that group chat has strong work ethic. Absolutely, came to workouts on time. To. In, went to in class, in order, had in order good to be grades. the best, you gotta 
in order to be the best, you got to be the best. You got to do everything perfect. Like, you exactly. Gotta be perfect in everything. And that's why I want these kids to understand. Yeah. They think they don't see all the stuff in the background stuff they that you guys do, right? Mm-hmm. I need them, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I need them to understand. Like, you didn't miss workouts. Yeah. You were on time. Yeah. Right. You, you, yeah. you did your schoolwork and anything you didn't know. You went to tutors yeah. and like all that encompasses what a student athlete is and, and they need to understand that th- those are the things you can't just go in there just thinking i'm the man because you were the man where you came from exactly. once yeah. you get to that I next level everybody was the man next level not exactly yeah. next level even it's, it's levels to everything yeah and, and then what people understand, understand like you miss the prom sometimes you miss you miss graduation mm-hmm. you miss uh uh having a relationship with women sometimes you you miss everything that people take for granted like you, you have to sacrifice that mm-hmm. to try to be great. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's crazy. Yeah, you got to put that work first. You got to yep. put work first. Yeah. Yeah. School. You got first of all, you got to put God first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then school, then football. Because if you ain't got the grades, you ain't going to be able to touch the field. Cool. Uh, how has humility and gratitude kept you grounded along the way and helped carve your success? You dumb that down for me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a real humble kid, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And, absolutely. And, again, that has attributed to your character and the mm-hmm. person that you are, right? Yeah. So for me, when you say that, when when we say that, and because and, and, you're going to get asked these questions mm-hmm. by NFL coaches yeah. as well, mm-hmm. like how has that attitude helped carve you into the man Shoot. that you are? It kept me from a lot of danger. It kept me from a lot of distractions. A lot. It, it definitely kept me from a lot of distractions. So I would say it definitely kept me from a lot of distractions. Cause like you said, I'm I'm a real quiet guy. Listen, Devon, thank you. No Mom, thank you. <laughs> this has been awesome shows. It's been awesome show, fellas. Um, we're ready to wrap up. <laughs> ready to wrap up. Uh, yeah, we're ready to I, wrap up. I was ready to do another hour. <laughs> right, right. So we're gonna have to have him back on. We're definitely for gonna have sure, to have him back sure, on. Yeah. And uh, listen. Make sure, make sure you tune in next week because you're listening to the Amateur's Edge on 1010XL 92.5 FM, powered by B3 Better Sports Performance. Amateur's See you next Edge. week. Bless yes, up, bless thank up. You, thank you. Thank you.